Producer Michael Miracle here, and before we get into today's podcast, I'd like to quickly invite you to join the I Work For Him Nation. Being a part of the nation is all about being Jesus in your workplace, because you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. So, head to our website, iworkforhim.com, and click on the nation flag, then prayerfully consider joining the nation. We'd love for you to join us in this workplace movement. Thanks again for listening. Here's today's podcast. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in to I Work for Him this afternoon. As Martha and I welcome all of you listening on letstalkfaith.com, iHeartRadio, Talk America Radio, and right here in Tampa Bay on AM 570 and 910 and FM 102.1. Martha, it's a phenomenal day right here in Tampa Bay, isn't it? It's very hot. <laughs> As it is, always. But have you listened to the news today? Have you heard anything good? No. Have you talked with your coworkers? That would be me. Neighbors? Maybe random people at the grocery store? Things are ugly, really ugly, except where true love comes through. You see, the people that you love, the ones that you struggle to love, the ones that you want to run off the road with your car, that'd be me, when you're so mad, they need love. We all need love. All we need is love. That'd be a great, that'd be a great name for a song. They need unconditional love, the kind of love that Jesus demonstrated so well. Our world is going mad, and it's because they're trying everything they can to deny the existence of God and put something in his place, as if man were God. But what the world needs now, I messed that up. What the world needs now is love, sweet sweet love. love. For 40 days in September and October, you and I and a few hundred thousand others around the country are going to really work on a life of prayer care and share it's called the 40 days of love find it online at 40 days it's a challenge echoing the challenge jesus laid out in matthew 28 you want to hear more keep listening welcome kathy branzell from love 2020 back to i work for him hey jim hey martha good to be Hi. back Thanks for joining us. Hey, and today is different than any Love 2020 show that we've ever done because today we're rolling out your brand new book. I'm books. so excited. Books. Yes. It's like books. I mean, it's like, have you ever written a book before? Um, yes, I did back in 2006. Oh. And then I, I contributed again in 2009. And then I waited a really long time. And then boom. A book came out August 1st, and the next book comes out September 1st. Thank you, Jesus. Very exciting, very exciting, because we've never highlighted any of your books before, so I've never done any of the research or read any of them. So it's really exciting to, to talk about these two books that you've come out with and to talk about the 40daysoflove.net. So why don't we just start off with just a little bit. So talk to us about, I mean, your book. I'm just going to tell everybody. It's an apple a day, an apple a day. 365 Devotions for the Heart of a Teacher. We're going to dig into that with Kathy Branzell in just a second. But we're talking about this 40 days of love and and this intentionality that we're going to live with in September and October this fall. What is this 40 days of love all about? My prayer for the 40 days of love is that every time you turn around, you're bumping into somebody loving somebody else, that they're showing Christ-like character and just compassion they're praying for people, they're meeting needs, they're out there, and, and that really it just turns America um, upside down, or actually right side up, where they're saying, oh my goodness, this is, this is what the Church is supposed to be doing. Jesus said, they'll know you're my disciples by your love. And so 
my prayer is that somebody can't leave the house and get to work without somebody doing something kind, compassionate, and Christ-like towards them um, 50 times on the way to work. This is all about the body of Christ individually and collectively getting together to prayer, care, and share over 40 days, starting on September 20th and going through October 29th. But when we piloted this last year in, in Orlando, love didn't stop. And so that's our prayer, that this becomes um, just a habit and then a lifestyle. Mm. Kathy, so tell us, what it is. what is it about the 40 Days of Love message that resonates with you personally? Um, well, one thing is that we all like to be a part of something bigger than ourselves. Mm. And so what's exciting to me um, would would be to wake up every morning and know that there are thousands and thousands of other people who have prayer care share on their minds, on their hearts, and on their calendar for the day. And um, I go back and think about on Martin Luther King Day this past year and how for a solid hour on my local news forecast, or a local news, um, all they talked about was all of the great they didn't use the words prayer care share, but that's ultimately what it was. All the great events that were going on um, around our city all day connected to the fact that it was Martin Luther King, Reverend Martin Luther King Day. And I thought, wouldn't it be amazing if over the 40 days of love, all you heard was good news? And, and to realize what it looks like when the body of Christ comes together and is focused on obeying that command to love him, and to love our neighbors as he loved us. Okay, but I would subscribe to cable TV if for 40 days there'd be nothing but good news on there. I would actually (laughs) get television. It would be worth the dollars being spent if you could actually do that. Because that's my frustration is, is that when the really good stuff happens, very few people cover it, but it still makes an impact. And I think that's the encouragement. We need to do good even though nobody may notice. Isn't that true? Absolutely. And and just think about, I mean, you talked about in the beginning, what a um, hurt and harassed nation we live in right now. Uh, you know, it, it, Scripture talks about that Jesus um, had compassion. He looked on the crowd and had compassion towards them because they were helpless and harassed like sheep without a shepherd. And when you um, look at the news and the events of what's going on in our nation right now, there is no greater time for love and for us to go out and just behave as we claim that we believe. And there's so much history of hurt in this country, um, but we need to take today and realize that the one who is supreme is the Lord Jesus Christ, and that we all live under grace and mercy and start loving one another, and that will change this nation. That will change people. It will change communities. We can't change history, but we can certainly change today and the future. Mm. But when Jesus came, lived his life, and died on the cross and rose from the dead, he did change history. Because when we put our faith and trust in Christ and what he did on the cross to pay the price for your sin and for my sin, it changed history. It's it's as if our sin never existed in our Heavenly Father's eyes. So history can be changed, maybe not by man, 
but it can be changed. And, and, and that's the good news. That's the really good news. So today we're talking with Kathy Branzell. And right off the bat, we're talking about the 40daysoflove.net. 40daysoflove.net. 40 days dedicated in our country from September 20th to October 29th, really being intentional and showing love to our neighbors through an attitude and a lifestyle of prayer, care, and share. Kathy, what is this going to look like? What, what has this looked like in the past? Or what did it look like for you this last year when you lived out that 40 days of love? Yeah, well, it, it can be as simple as if you go on the website, there's um, a, a brochure that you can print out, and you write down, it explains how, um, you know, what prayer looks like, what care looks like, and, and how to share the gospel. And there's a place for you to write down the names of 10 people that you're going to pray intentionally for every day through the 40 days. And you write down the name of 10 people that you know need care and that you want to somehow show Christ-like care towards them over those 40 days. And 40 days you know of people who need to hear the gospel. They need to know the message of Jesus Christ. And don't assume just because they live in America, they've heard the name Jesus before. Um, I was in a meeting a few weeks ago with a gentleman who said that, um, you know, he grew up here in America, but that he had not known who Jesus Christ was until the age of 30 when someone came to talk to him about Jesus. And so it can be as simple as um, that one piece of paper where you're writing down those names and you are looking for ways to prayer share um, those, uh, for those individuals. But then there's also churches getting together. That's a lot of what um, it looks like for, for me and what it looked like last year with different ministries coming together. Um, think about things that break your heart, things that make you mad. What are the biggest needs in your community? Um, in that school down the street, what could you do? What could we do together that we could never accomplish apart? And, and so churches will be coming together, neighbors will be coming together to go out and meet needs in the name of Jesus and to be salt and light in their communities. Okay, so this this was a lot of fun to take a look at. Martha, you got a chance to look at this. I did. And I think that, you know, I love the idea because teachers, you know, every profession has different needs, has different right. things that um, affect them. And I love the idea of giving teachers something that can encourage them, give them scripture to focus on, give them um, something that really can help them in their daily, because I... Teachers have an amazing responsibility, and I think that anybody, if they ponder it long enough, realizes what a what a role that they play and that they're choosing to play in so many people's lives and helping to shape, and what better thing to help them shape the generation that they're working with than to have some kind of a devotional like this that gives them a scripture each day, gives them a small little prayer at the end to help them focus, and is so conversational, which is some of the, one of the things about your writing that's so great. Kathy, did you get a chance to, to walk through this with teachers and, and kind of test drive it on them to see how they would respond to this daily encouragement? Uh, yes. Like I said, for the last 17 years with Face for Educators, um, being able to write a devotional book that we just gave them every year, um, the, uh, the weekly devotionals that they would download off our website, and the only thing we asked in return, we never charged for them, the only thing we asked in return is that they would send us prayer requests so mm. that we could pray for them by name and by need. 
and that was overwhelming. And so that um, really inspired a lot of the devotionals that are in this book now, um, going back and remembering and looking at all the prayer requests that revolved around the different weeks that these devotions came out and the needs um, that the teachers and the students and schools, you know, had. It's you know, so much you, bigger than we imagine. Yeah, I am sure. And really, the, being a teacher, it, it's, it, well, why don't you describe, it's a fairly unique work environment, because most of them are underpaid, overwhelmed, yes. Um, yes. under underappreciated, not all of them, but yeah. for the most part, they uh, live in a world that, you know, uh, it's it's a tough job. Right. Survival mode, you know, because you, you have, uh, think about it, you have all these different audiences that you're having um, to try to please. You've got your administration uh, piece of it, you know, school boards and superintendents and principals. You've got parents, which, uh, you know, gracious, that's, you know, that's a whole nother issue because all of us think our children are the best and the greatest and never do anything wrong or, uh, you know, parents, some parents are just don't, never darken the door of the school. You can't get them to volunteer or come to meetings or answer the phone or your email. So you have this wide range of, of parent issues and then whatever's going on in the home bleeding into the child and into the classroom um, and is reflected in their the way they learn, um, the way they live, their discipline. And, and really at the heart of a teacher, all they want to do is love and teach the students and help um, prepare them for their future, for their today, and make them better. But you have all these other plates spinning, so they need encouragement. They need Jesus. Well, and as we talk today with Kathy Branzell, she's from love2020.com, but she's also part of the 40daysoflove.net we're we're trying to encourage the entire nation of Christ followers to take September 20th through October 29th to really focus our lifestyle of prayer and care and share. And what better better way to do it than to reach out to teachers during that fall season, during that September 20th through October 29th, and really have them be your focus of love. If you've got kids in school, whether they're in college or in high school, middle school, elementary, pre-K, whatever, that you really just let them know how much you appreciate them and give them a copy of this devotional. Every teacher would love to get a copy of an apple a day by Kathy Branzell. You can get a free copy right here, and I work for him today, 877-943-9673. When you look at this devotional, Kathy, What's your favorite? Did you ever pick out a favorite, your favorite one that just like, ah, I love that one. I've gotten the biggest response from that one devotional. Oh, wow. Um, you know, some of the ones I, that are my favorite are ones, you know, with my, that were kind of inspired from my kids or my kids teacher. I think, um, well, when I was going through cancer and I was going to have to have surgery and the doctors were very concerned that um, I might need blood, but I have a, a rare blood type. And um, I was standing in the hall with with um, a teacher uh, talking to them and just asking them, could you pray that, that um, you know, that we would find somebody with my blood type that we could get to donate some blood before my surgery. And as I was saying that, um, my my daughter's kindergarten teacher walked by and she said, oh, I wish I could help. I have a really rare blood type. It's blah, blah, blah. And I said, that's mine. And she mm-hmm. turned around and looked at me and she said, you can have it all. You can, you can have it all. Where do I go to donate it? 
And I thought, oh, my goodness, here is this amazing, precious woman, um, you know, not only teaching two rounds of kindergarten kids every single day, but, you know, willing to go to the hospital and start donating blood to prepare for my surgery. And right when she said that, it's like I could picture the father speaking to Jesus and saying, you know, son, I'm going to need some blood. And Jesus saying, you know what, Daddy, you could have it all. If it'll save them, you could have it all. So that's probably one of my favorite. <laughs> that's a great one. I didn't find that one in there yet. Sorry, that 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 is great. What date? Do you remember what date that one was? <laughs> sorry, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> you don't remember? Okay, well, that's fine. I don't think there, she memorized. That's that. fine. I just thought it asked. It's, it's all right. All right, but July thirty first, right before. It's fine. It's not. I I should have told you ahead of time. I was going to ask you that question. All right, July thirty first. Run the race with endurance. Kathy, I really feel like this summarizes the life of a teacher. I mean, it really is an endurance race. What do you, in this July 31st one, what do you speak into the teacher's life? We, that first of all, to know that they're not in this alone, that they invite Jesus into their classroom and to let his presence permeate their classroom, saturate their classroom and their life and all they say to pray for wisdom and knowledge, understanding and um, patience, uh, <laughs> but really to, to uh, get their strength from him and then to let that spew over and for them to realize they are salt and light, to remember why they became teachers and, and um to know that when your students come back to see you, I'm laughing, my daughter's going back to college on Sunday, but um, uh, she had to, on on Monday, she wanted to go see all the teachers up at her high school again. And she went and spent like three hours up at the high school she graduated from a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Know that when your students come back and see you, you are praiseworthy. That they're saying to you, what you did and the time you spent with me mattered, and it changed mm-hmm. me forever. You're part of who I am and who I will be. And um, those are the things that we have to remember to get through every day. Martha, you still had a question about this last book. Well, I just had a comment because um, Jim was having you talk about the last devotional in the book. So I wanted people to understand that, you know, it's great even the way this is set up for a teacher, Kathy, very intentionally where it starts with August and goes through July. And Mm -hmm. I think you even kind of alluded to the fact that, you know, different times of year have things that are appropriate for what teachers may be dealing with at that time of year, especially the wrap, you know, the wind down at the end of the Um, school year and things like that. So I was laughing in my head because you had, you discussed the last page of the book and I'm like, well, you're never supposed to, you know, go to the last page of the book. So, but no, it doesn't, it doesn't really end, you know, it's perpetual. So I just love that about it though. And I just thought it was good for people to understand how it's kind of set up as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because we tend to start our devotional books on January 1st. And so I was really excited that my publisher was like, Hey, but doesn't school really start around August 1st? And I'm like, yeah, well, in Georgia, it started at the end of July. How crazy is yeah. that? But, uh, yeah. you know, and, and then people up in Michigan, they've only been out of school for like, you know, four weeks. So, <laughs> yeah, they don't want to be talking about back to school yet. No, but, they don't. But still, no, no. I just, yeah, year round. Back in school for a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's what I, what I loved about the book. Okay, so we talked about July 31st. You're talking about run the race with endurance, don't give up. And then you get all the way to August 17th, just two weeks in. And you quote Matthew 5, 43 and 44, hey, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So two weeks in, the teachers are already, 
<laughs> I mean, talk, yeah, talk to us about that, that one. <laughs> well, it, and just knowing that we really, we have one enemy. And, and so mm-hmm. looking for the root of where that hurtful fruit might be coming from. But you really have to go to school every day um, with just this heart to love, this heart to teach. And, um, and so that's exciting to be able to encourage teachers. And, you know, what's neat is we can, when we talk about 40 Days of Love, too, there's so much encouragement at the beginning of the school year, so many things um, going on focused on prayer care share um, that I want us to talk about, too. But then, you know, come January and February when a chunk of the country, not us, thankfully, but and not you, certainly, uh, but are having, you know, weeks on end of indoor recess. Uh, when we were in Colorado, you know, if, if, if it hit, you know, if it was like in those single digits, then the kids didn't go outside on the playground. Mm-hmm. Or if the snow drifts were taller than them, they didn't go out on the playground. So anyway, you have, you know, indoor recesses and all of the, do, you know, gloomy, I haven't seen the sun in a while, whatever it is. And you're like, where's my encouragement now? Um, mm-hmm. So we're hoping that this book provides encouragement year-round and that it's uh, People are are praying for everyone at their school. So, Kathy, if we happen to have a listener who is feeling very alone, especially in a public school, because I would, you know, where they don't know if there's any other believers in their building, Mm. you talked briefly just about the place where they can be connected. And can you just share that resource, the the CEAI? Is that where they can find? Absolutely. Yes. Share and that with us. They would go listeners. to CEAI, Christian Educators Association International, CEAI.org. And um, they provide all kinds of resources, um, but now um, I help them too, and we continue to pray for you daily. But we can help you set up a prayer group in your public school, 100% legal. For you to do this, you can pray before, after school, during lunch, whenever you um, do not have specific assigned duties, you can pray and um, are encouraged to pray. Um, well, let me just, teachers. Me, one, oh, teachers with teachers. Say, yeah. You could pray all day teachers long, but you're saying teachers with teachers. With teachers. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. So all, but, but getting together with other teachers, um, other staff in your school and praying together for one another um, and for your school. And with the 40daysoflove.net, the 40 Days of Love coming up, I love to always say the website all the time, but 40 Days of Love coming up September 20th through October 29th, how is a great way for us to show love to the teachers in our lives? Great question. I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) A lot of the teachers have to spend their own money, um, you know, for classroom supplies. They're up there on Saturday trying to uh, fix things or work on things at their school. They're bringing in food because they know that they have students who go home uh, on Friday and don't eat anything or don't eat anything decent until they come back for their free breakfast on Monday. And so I would encourage everyone who knows a teacher or goes to church with a teacher, has a teacher in their neighborhood, to go to them and say, how could I adopt you? How could my church adopt your school? Or how could I adopt your classroom? What do you need? And there are so many ways we can pack backpacks of food to send home on the weekends with students who usually get um, free lunch at schools, and the schools can, um, can help with coordinating that. 
Uh, we can send in school supplies. We can get donations of warm clothes and coats and gloves and stuff for the winter. We can be up there helping after school with um, Bible clubs um, and on all different campuses. We can help uh, with ESL, uh, teaching students to speak English. We can do reading clubs. There, there are so many things that we can do, co-volunteer in the classroom, go help with special events. Um, the list goes on and on that will change the life and future of a student just by going in and helping a teacher. Hey, we're talking today with Kathy Branzell. She's with Love2020.com, and we're talking specifically about a great Oh, just a, like a countrywide initiative for 40 days coming up here, September the 20th through October the 29th, 40 Days of Love. You can find out more about it online at 40daysoflove.net. Before we talk about specifics on how you can get involved in that, I want to thank Mark and Elaine for calling in and getting copies of An Apple a Day, 365 Devotions for the Heart of a Teacher. We'll make sure we get those out to you very, very shortly. But thanks so much for listening, Mark and Elaine. It's always great to have listeners call in and get free resources. Mm -hmm. All right, so Kathy, 40 Days of Love. People can find out more about it online at 40daysoflove.net. You and Chris Vanetti wrote a book to go alongside this whole 40 Days of Love thing called 40 Days of Love, a prayer, care, share, devotional. What's this yes, all about? I'm, well, Chris and I got to talking because you talk to people about go in love, go in love, go in love, but you can't give something you don't have. And for a lot of people... Um, People sitting next to you in church, even, they may not be experiencing the love of Jesus Christ, so how do we expect them to go out and express it? And so Chris and I started working on this book um, to make sure that every single day people have an opportunity through this devotional to experience the love of Jesus Christ, to know that they are loved, and to see how that love plays out um, in their life, and then through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, to go out and express it through prayer, care, and share. And I like to be very specific because, you know, just kind of every day along the way, uh, that's how Jesus did it. As he was sitting on the shore, as he was passing through town, as he was walking with his disciples, as he was eating, as he was praying, what, whatever he was doing, Jesus was praying, caring, and sharing. And so we can do the same. And so the devotional book that Chris and I put together, you get to experience the love of Jesus Christ, and you get ideas every single day about how to go out and express it through specific prayer care share ideas. Well, and let's just review before we come up to the break. The prayer care share lifestyle that we're asking people that are mem that are joining the Love 2020 movement to bring an authentic touch of Jesus to every person in America by 2020, and specifically to the people that they work alongside each and every day to show the love of Christ to them. What does this prayer care share lifestyle look like in the workplace? Uh, there's so many things you can do. Jesus modeled it, you know, in, in his workplace. He went out, he was with the people, he listened, uh, he made eye contact, he was kind, he met people's physical needs before he started talking to them about spiritual things. Um, you know, the, the King of Kings even didn't judge. You know, he said that I didn't come to, to judge the world, I came to save it. And so... Um, those were all modeled by Jesus. And so in the workplace, listen. 
you know, look at people, look at how their body language is, look to see if any changes have happened in their life, listen to their conversations, be approachable and, and let them talk to you so you know how to pray for people. You can even ask people, can I can I pray with you? Can I pray for you about that? Um, meet, 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 take them a cup of coffee, help them out with a project. And eventually build a relationship so that you can share what Jesus means to you in your life. This is a movement in America that started in Orlando last year that is encouraging all of us Christ followers to live very intentionally a lifestyle of prayer, care, and share during 40 days from September 20th to October 29th of 2017. Live very intentionally bringing love to those around us the love of Christ. Kathy, this, and it's very exciting this whole time. As you start to, and you get a chance to speak to lots of different groups, what's the reception when you start to tell people about the 40 days of love? How do people respond? People get excited because, again, it's the idea of being a part of something that's bigger than yourself. And it's so stinking simple. <laughs> you know, we've complicated life so much, and mm. people just go, oh, wait. Um, prayer to share, um, love. Yep, uh, it's, it is. It's just that simple. And um, it, it, in the beginning, there were some um, pastors that pushed back, and they were like, oh, I, I only have nine months to prepare for this. Uh, you should have told me about this in November when we were preparing our church calendar for the year. It's like, no, 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 don't make it complicated. You don't need a committee. <laughs> You know, we shouldn't have to put love on our calendar. It just should be something that we're <laughs> oh, doing boy, every that's, day. Oh, that's tweetable. Say that again. Right tweetable there. by Kathy Branzell. You told me you shouldn't have to put love <laughs> on your calendar. Love on your calendar. Your, your, your congregation, if you, you know, Paul was only in Thessalonica for three weeks. And then he finds out, you know, it, and he was on the run because the, the people from Philippi were after him. So it, he's only there for three weeks teaching them and preaching to them. And then he, you know, he hears the good news about everything going on. And Paul, who was a man of even more words than me, which is remarkable, um, you know, writes to the Thessalonians and says, I don't have anything else to say to you. Oh, my goodness, you know, you're out there doing it. You're multiplying. You're magnifying. Way to go. And so, pastors, if you've been preaching for more than three weeks at your church, <laughs> your congregation should be able to go out in love. And there you so, go. Uh, Amen. But mm, yeah, most, almost everybody that we've talked to about are, like, on board. We're doing this. I met, had lunch with the leader of a denomination um, about a week and a half ago, and then had a follow-up call with um, uh, with different members of his leadership today, and they're on board. I mean, they are putting this out to their entire denomination and saying, um, do this. It's well, just it, that simple. Go love. 40daysoflove.net, 40daysoflove.net. You wrote a devotional along with Chris Vanetti to go right alongside every day this year from September 20th to October 29th, 40 Days of Love. Get a copy of this book. We're going to give some away today, but we know it doesn't come out in print for another two weeks. But Chris promised me that I'd get some copies once it gets printed. Very good. So, so, yes, and people can go out and pre-buy them. So if you want it sitting in your mailbox, people can go out and get them online. They're, they are on pre-sale. And wh- where yeah, can they find them people, online? Where can uh, they find the, both of your books online? So, 
Um, you can get both of them at christianbooks.com, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Um, but Google it. They're in various bookstores. So, yep. All right. 40 Days of Love. Talk to me about what launched this. Last year in Orlando, something happened, and this was incredible. Uh-huh. Really quickly, tell us one of those stories. It really, you know, what uh, Orlando came together. They had a huge, I'm going to give you the, the nutshell story, came together for a citywide um, community prayer time to pray for their city and to pray for our nation, but mostly just to pray about the city and things going on in the city and needs that needed to be met. And they had this phenomenal prayer meeting, and then it was over, amen, people rejoiced. And two weeks later, people started calling each other and going, hey, was that it? Is that all we're supposed to be doing? Because I kind of feel like we're supposed to be answering some of those prayers we prayed. And so a group came together, a bunch of different ministries and churches came together, called themselves Collaborate, and they started working towards the 40 Days of Love. They started meeting together, praying together, working together together. And in the midst of that, um, we were on the show with you before on the anniversary date of the Pulse nightclub shooting. But because relationships were formed, because prayers were already being prayed, they were able to activate, you know, on that tragic night. And then it just it carried over in the 40 Days of Love last year from September through October. It, it hasn't stopped. Now, the idea isn't to quit. Um, it's going to build a habit. It's going to be addictive. Mm-hmm. It's addictive to love people. And you're going to get up and be so filled with joy and so excited about what Jesus is doing in you and through you that you're going to be like, October 30th, of course I'm going to keep loving. December 5th, of course I'm going to keep loving. And Mm. that's what it's all about. So the latest book we're talking about by Kathy Branzell and Chris Vanetti is 40 Days of Love, a Prayer Care Shared Devotional. If you want to get a copy of this, we're going to have a couple of copies to give away. You'll have to wait a couple of weeks. 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. Call now or email us, jim at iworkforhim.com. Jim at iWork, the number for him.com. Okay, let's take a look at one of these devotionals because I went in, I kind of snuck through the, the whole thing. I've got, a, I've, I've got a PDF copy while we're waiting for the stuff to get printed. And I got to day 10 and it says, let's get real. And, and it's about loving, mm-hmm. but, but it says, it, it talks about unconditional love. Why is it so hard to love others unconditionally without judgment? Because we keep trying to make man in our own image. We just keep, we have these expectations of people. We think we know best. We think that our experiences are everybody's experiences. Uh, And it's just, it's a lie. You know, it's a trap. And to understand and finally be able to look at people made in the image of God for his purpose, um, for his kingdom, and that their gifts, that every person, every ministry, every church, that we come together and we complete in the kingdom, not compete. And so we're a gift to one another, and you don't know what you don't know. And so there's a root to bad fruit. There's hurting people hurt people. And so instead of judging that, instead of putting your expectations on other people, instead of putting conditions on your love, It's very freeing just to love unconditionally and to know that others are brothers and sisters um, in in the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Okay, but isn't it... uh, I mean, I'm always thinking about lots of different things at the same time, so if you just said this and I missed it while I was 
thinking at a time. But isn't it the most? I'm just being honest because sometimes my head no, just I goes mean, other places. I'm thinking ahead. Love listens and yeah, yeah, it does. And I unconditionally love you, and I hope you'll unconditionally you know, love if me you as really well. Really love me. <laughs> You would know everything she just said. Uh, if I was a woman, I could listen and think at the same time. But I'm a man. I'm very simple. I can't do both at the same time. When you look, at, I mean, to me, unconditional love is the key to transforming our universe. It is the key to transforming our workplaces. When we love people unconditionally, that's the true sign that Jesus really has just totally changed us, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and understanding and experiencing that kind of love um, also allows you to express it, because when I stop and think, amazing grace that saved a wretch like me, um, that is the exact same kind of love that I want to save other people, and it's not for me to judge them. It's for me to love them and draw them close enough that they go looking for Jesus, that they want to know Him, and they want that change in their life. What I love about the 40 days of love.net in this whole adopting a lifestyle of prayer, care, and share is that I got a copy of the brochure. And I think I got it when I was at Amplify with you back yeah. in June. But it says in there, write on the lines below the names of your family, friends, coworkers, and neighbors who need Jesus Christ and his hope. Start with two or three, and God will bring more to your mind as you pray. Purpose to pray for them every day during the 40 days. Don't be limited or discouraged by the goal of 10 people. Simply write down the names that God leads you to write. This is huge. That's what this whole thing of 40daysoflove.net is about, is pick people that the Lord has laid on your heart. Write them down. Start praying for them. Start really praying for them. And then learning to care for them by finding ways to befriend them or doing ways to serve them. And then ways to share the the gospel with them after you've shown love. That's pretty cool. Have you already written down your 10 names for uh, the 40 Days of Love? I have, as a matter of fact. I do have my 10 names, so I'm excited. And and I just, uh, um, it may even end up that you end up praying for 10 different people um, every day depending on how many you come in contact with, but you continue to add to that list and add to that list. But listen for how you can pray for them when you're with them, when you call them, when they're talking with other people. Get them to share. People will tell you things. If you are authentically interested and will make eye contact with them, stop what you're doing, put your phone down, and make eye contact and just say, how's life going? Mm-hmm. Makes a get difference. All the prayer prompts you need. Yep. So, Kathy, you were saying on the website 40daysoflove.net that that is where people can find like this brochure to download and really get right. connected with this movement. All right. Make sure you check yes. it out online 40daysoflove.net. Kathy Branzell, thanks for sharing your brand new books, An Apple a Day and 40 Days of Love. We're so excited to launch them right here in iWork for him. Thanks so much. You're the best. Make sure you guys check it out online, 40daysoflove.net, 40daysoflove.net. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.